0: Hey, this is Lisa, and if you want to catch up with me, you can find me on Twitter at iltm podcast. I'm also on Instagram at I Love That Movie Podcast, and I've got a Patreon. Uh, the show is always free, but if you want to support the show on there, you can. That's at Patreon.com/slash I Love That Movie. Uh, And I'd like to take a moment to thank my couple of top patrons. They are Philip Barker, Michael Cross, and Josh Johnson. Thank you guys so much uh, for keeping the lights on. And if you like what you hear today, please subscribe and rate the show. It does help new listeners find us. Well, I have a returning voice on the podcast. I've got Chris. Say hi, Chris. Hi. Hello, Chris. And for people that did not hear your other episode, would you mind introducing yourself just a bit?
1: Uh, my name's uh, Chris Fugard. Um, I I run a uh, growing YouTube channel um, called Lord Raven's World, um, and I I review stuff, and I I uh, do I do other things like costumes and uh, different kinds of stuff that you might find interesting.
0: Oh great! Thank you so much. And uh, what was your last episode? I think we did one around Christmas, right?
1: It was. Uh... Yes. Oh, wait,
0: Christmas but, with the Cranks? Yes. 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 Okay,
1: great. <laughs> Which I have to remember to watch this year.
0: Yeah. Well, thank you for coming back. I think this was a movie that you actually wanted to talk about first. So in case this is your first time listening, my guests always pick the movie. But because Chris came on around Christmas, we he picked a Christmas movie. But this was his original choice. What movie did you want to talk about today? Uh, the,
1: the Transformers, the movie, the cartoon. Back mm-hmm. um uh, in the eighties, it was a a game changer for a lot of kids, you know, yeah. back then. Um, because if you ever watched the TV series, um, you know, it was always had some kind of um, message in it, you know, uh, helping people or whatever, and um, you know, characters would get You know, wounded or even taken apart, but nothing ever happened beyond that. And when they released uh, Transformers the movie in 86, um, I've been reading online a lot and I kind of, uh, you know, agree that it kind of shattered a lot of um, kids uh, realities. When they first watched that movie, and I remember, I, I back then, of course, it was much easier to uh, sneak into movie theaters. Not that you should <laughs> ever do it now, but back then it was, uh, it was a lot easier. And I remember staying there for like three straight movies. I they didn't leave my seat, and I watched it like three straight times. And I, I, uh, I, I had I really liked it, and um, yeah, it was. Um, It was a bit of an eye-opener um within like the i'd say without actually watching it again i'd say within the first 15 minutes uh there was like a bunch of dead autobots you know and that's where the the reality part of what i was saying comes into play because that never Mm -hmm. happened in the series and then suddenly you're the kid here and you're you're uh all excited and you're watching it and you're like oh my favorite character is optimus prime and, and this and that <laughs> and then and then you're sitting there and you're watching them get shot and the and the blast coming out their back and the, and their f- eyes getting all fiery and smoky and dying and you're like what
0: <laughs> yeah so Um, To give you guys a little bit of a background, um, I do think that you should probably watch this movie first. I rented it on iTunes, but there's multiple ways. I saw that you could also watch it on, um, on YouTube. It's about an hour and 24 minutes. It's rated PG, but to Chris's point... It's kind of violent. So here's the synopsis in case you haven't seen it yet. I know we gave some spoilers. Just so you know, this is not a spoiler-free show. <laughs> we do we do talk about spoilers because we're going to talk about the whole movie. But the gist of the plot, the Autobots must stop a colossal planet-consuming robot who goes after the Autobot matrix of leadership. At the same time, they must defend themselves against an all-out attack from the Decepticons. And I watched a little bit of a behind-the-scenes before... We started recording, yeah. and I don't think the creators thought much about how, you know, much of an impact all these <laughs> transformers mm-hmm. dying in the movie would have. It, I think their intention was to launch a new toy line, um, but then they ended up like traumatizing all these kids.
1: <laughs> well, so, it,
0: like, oh, only, you only you only saw the
1: Autobots die mm. on camera. You didn't see any of the other the Decepticons die off camera, except for the ones that were floating in space. I mean, I mean, what the heck? I and um, I don't know. I didn't research this in time. I wish I would have men- mentioned it to you, because maybe one of us could have. I remember reading something about there was an original script
0: mm. to the
1: Transformers the movie before they changed it to what the animated movie came out to be. Um, because one of the big things, aside from Everybody dying, uh, that yeah. was uh, an issue was Optimus Prime getting killed off. Yeah, he was it's like a huge deal. He's like the leader, he, he he's the one that everybody looked up to. People that watched the cartoons and stuff, you know, always taking care of and sacrificing uh, injuries or whatever to save his fellow Autobots and trying to unite the planet, even with the Decepticons, you know. Uh, and then next thing you know, he's He's laying on an operating
0: table, and you're like, what the heck? So I'd never seen this before, so when that part happened, I was like, wait, he died? <laughs> and my husband, Nick, was watching with me, and he goes, yeah, that's why this is such a big deal. Like, the main character dies. So I was like, oh, I don't know why, but I was not expecting that. Um, that's interesting that the plot could have potentially have been different from what we got. I also want to highlight that this movie has an incredible cast again i feel like i'm very late to the game but like orson wells as unicron i mean you can hardly tell it's his voice uh-huh. but orson wells leonard nimoy as galvatron uh robert stack as ultra magnus did not expect robert stack to be in this and to be honest with you the second i saw that name i was like oh my god that's the unsolved mysteries guy yeah <laughs> my husband was like really and i was like yeah let me look it up just to make sure but like Man, I was obsessed with unsolved mysteries. I watched like every episode. So I and I
1: did love Orson Welles's voice as Unicron. I, that was yeah. like very dark and deep. Uh, mm-hmm. Given given the menace that this guy uh, was. And a little side note uh, to add with this is that for people that watch this, watch uh, they re, re, the return of Optimus Prime. They actually mm-hmm. did one where he came. He was brought back, and it took place somewhere. During the third season of the Transformers, the animated series. Yeah. So they so for those that, that were uh, tear jerking, maybe you and, and your husband did. Who knows? I know that won't that's that will stay secretive, but um, you can you be rest assured that um, he comes back. Oh,
0: good. Yeah, I was like, "That's a big deal." Oh, wanted to mention too, Scatman Crothers is jazz, which is like shocking. I was like, "Oh, cool. That's that's yes, really neat." The guy from Shining. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I recognized a lot of these voices, and you know, rushed to look them up. Well, also when the intro rolls, it kind of tells you a lot of them. So I was like, "Oh gosh, these are a lot of names." In fact, this is one of—I think this is Orson Welles' last performance.
1: And did you know who did Blur? Who? If I'm not mistaken, and if you checked, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, I don't know if they had it in Ohio, but in New York, they had this guy that did the New York lottery, and he talked really fast. Oh, he's a famous guy. I can't remember his name, but I I think that was him because he interesting knew how to talk really fast. So that's what they wanted Blur to do to talk really like you know fast, where you like you know uh, get off the caffeine mm-hmm. kind of fast
0: yeah that would make a lot of sense i mean i couldn't tell like if his voice was sped up or uh yeah that was pretty interesting
1: but probably would
0: make sense i feel like the voice acting world tends to be kind of a small world you know
1: i was disappointed though at least on wikipedia that they didn't give in the starring part i know that they're actors and the other ones are but um well not all are but um the proper credit to the uh, voices of Optimus Prime and Megatron. Oh, really? If you dig down, it's there somewhere. But on Wikipedia, which is what I'm looking at now while I'm um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: talking about the stuff, uh, it it does mention the f- the film features the voices of, and it shows blah blah. blah. And then it says Peter Cullen and Frank Welker.
0: Oh, okay. Um,
1: but on the side piece where it says produced by and starring. Uh, they obviously didn't fit everybody in
0: there. I have an update on Blur. Uh, the guy that voices him is John uh, Mushida Jr., and he uh, is the Micro Machines guy. Ah, which makes sense. Uh, he also did an ad for FedEx. Um, okay. trying to see if there's anything else if I could uh, confirm. He probably is the same person. I feel like you know, he probably did a lot of this stuff. So but yeah, yeah the micro machines i remember like obviously that the guy was like would talk very quickly yeah. so it makes sense
1: and for those that don't know um go bots actually came before transformers
0: oh i didn't know that but you know funny fact about that i actually watched the GoBots, and as a child i had no idea like the stigma <laughs> behind the GoBots. i just would watch them on tv and i liked them and for some reason, I can't remember why, but my mother didn't want me to watch the the GoBots. Okay. And so, yeah, I don't know why she didn't like that, but I really liked it. And so my dad would just have, we would just watch it when she was at work, which, mom, if you're listening, I'm sorry.
1: Well, for <laughs> you and your husband, since you watched Antoine's movie, I would recommend, watch the series on, the, on Netflix, I think it's still there, The Toys That Made Us. Uh-huh. And watch oh, yeah, the trans- tra- Transformers segment of it.
0: Okay.
1: Oh, to see what I don't know if anybody if if anybody remember but the the way the original Megatron looked when the toy first came out. I don't think they actually ever watched the cartoon before <laughs> they started manufacturing these things.
0: Yeah, because I mean. One... <clears throat> go ahead. No, no. You go ahead.
1: I would say the one that the ones I collect now, because I to get a little off. It's kind of on topic, but it's not about the movie. Uh, I now collect what they call um, legend class size transformers. Uh, They're the same detail, but much smaller. So I don't take up as much space collecting them. And my wife doesn't throw them out the window. (laughs) Um, So, um, but they're a lot more detailed now, the way they were in the cartoon and 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 stuff like that, the movie, cartoon movies, than they were. Even back then, when they originally first came out, which is the kind of a uh, um, ironic thing, and then on the movie, uh, you'll have to look up sometime or even while we're talking, what the original Unicron toy looked like. Mm-hmm. It looked like he swallowed a planet and it didn't digest. <laughs> That's funny. He had his head, his legs, and the uh, arms on the side, and the leg, and his whole Smith section, his whole body was round
0: interesting
1: it, it's it was horrible the ones they have now are so much more accurate
0: so was the transformers was that sort of like a it was a knockoff from the Gobots, then
1: well i think it was just kind of a, like an upgraded version because i okay. think the villain that was the motorcycle in Gobots was very much like megatron and then the one that was this this female car was much like Starscream. And then the, the other one was much like Soundwave. And then, of course, the main three of the other side of the good guys was very similar. The, the leader was a, a fighter plane and, you know, an, an Air Force fighter plane, very, you know, you know, a salute, you know, and all that stuff. And just like Optimus Prime was. So I think they might have taken some of the aspect of GoBots when mm-hmm. they came up with the concept of Transformers. Stole maybe if you want to. I don't know, but um, I do remember ha- watching them, and I do remember having those toys, which is kind of funny.
0: Yeah, I'm reading that they were a competing line of toys, but um, eventually Hasbro actually bought got uh, um, GoBots also.
1: Hmm. Yeah, and as funny is this, um, I remember first watching it. Not not well. When I was to say when I first watched it as a younger adult when I knew, like, who Leonard Nimoy was, because, you know, from all, I'm a big Star Trek fan. So I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, my God, the Nimoy's in this. Yeah. You know, and um, I could understand why they brought in somebody to do the voice, just because of the fact that he, Megatron did get reformatted to a whole new body. So I guess they thought, well, maybe we should give him a whole new voice. Yeah, or to I'd,
0: add some star power maybe and I don't attract know. I, I kind of
1: like the guy that did that does Megatron. Um mm. him and Frank him and Peter Cullen uh appear at um Comic Cons and stuff like that a lot together. I, I think I, don't know, I think they could have um um came back with him. Um but you know, it, it is what it is.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I like Leonard Nimoy, so I'm a little bit biased there. And, and I didn't, like I said, I didn't watch a lot of the cartoon. Um, yeah. I watched, like I said, the GoBots. And, but I guess this is probably my first exposure to, like, uh, mechs, you know? Yeah. Um, Went on to watch a lot of mech shows and, like, anime and stuff like that. But um, don't yeah. have as much of a long history with the Transformers. Themselves. Well
1: there were only three seasons, so if you guys decide to check it out, I think you'd like it. And I think with okay. the first two se- seasons you'll act you'll understand more mm-hmm. what I meant by the trauma. Yeah. Uh, but the fact that you know there was even an episode in the series where Optimus Prime was captured and dismantled. I oh, mean gosh. his arm his arm was put on a tower with a gun holding it as a as a turret and but he never died. He just he just was put back together and walked mm-hmm. away. You know, in, huh. the, in the in the movie, that wouldn't have happened. He yeah, instead, know, it's like you're like what? I, yeah, you like the rules don't seem to
0: apply. Yeah,
1: and I'm like 49, and I'm like still thinking about the fact that they and I heard that they, this year or next year they're coming out with another Transformers animated movie. I don't know if it's oh. a replacement or if it's a sequel. Um. But um, I was hoping that that would be the one thing that they would reboot and fix some of the mistakes, mm-hmm. which that's the dying part. Nowadays, kids are hip, hip to it now. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's a cartoon. Don't worry about it. You know, but not kill off Optimus Prime. You want to make him like gravely wounded where he has to recuperate or something, but please don't kill him off.
0: So Um, I was so ignorant to like what this is about. mm -hmm. I didn't realize like, I was like, okay, the transformers, like I learned a lot in this movie um, about them because I didn't know a lot about them. Like I didn't realize they were from a different planet. Mm -hmm. um, And uh, my husband was kind of helping me keep all the characters straight. um, (laughs) (laughs) And so, you know, I found that pretty interesting. This, it seems like this movie did that thing that a lot of like, yeah, older um 80s cartoons did and so my comparison would be you know i grew up watching like the care bears and my little Uh, ponies Um, yeah that's my wife yeah so you know in those movies too like whenever whenever you'd watch the show would primarily be like the care bears although they interacted with people too but yeah uh, mainly with each other and then my little pony definitely was mainly the ponies but whenever Mm -hmm. they do a movie they always feel this pressure to add a person you notice yeah. And so The Transformers does that too with the little boy in this and his father. They have like extra characters that can kind of kind of be like stand-ins for kids to relate to. I I don't know if maybe that's to draw in a wider audience. Well, actually do do
1: that? Sorry to interrupt you. Oh no go for it.
0: Not at all. Spike
1: was actually in the entire cartoon series.
0: Oh, okay. So he was Him there the dead. whole time. Okay. Okay. They were rescued like on an oil tanker. Before
1: ah okay. by optimus prime and since then they uh became part of the group and they were always helping the autobots especially when they were trying to get back home and and all that stuff and nice the cart the movie obviously he at some point had a child um who I, I guess you can say hot rod was kind of like a a brother figure
0: yeah
1: to him because he was very protective of him
0: and it's like I like that scene where they're fishing, and he's yeah. like, Can you "Tell me how you feel." <laughs> like I feel like when you're a kid, you you kind of fantasize <clears throat> about like you know characters that you think are really cool interacting with you. So I like.
1: Well, and you sit sitting there, and you're thinking like you're sitting there watching like a a huge gigantic robot getting excited because he caught a fish. <laughs> like, hey, I yeah. got one. <laughs>
0: It's like the kid likes fishing, so maybe he's just being really nice.
1: I was <laughs> yeah, I was figuring that the, 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 the about uh, hot rod was just being tolerant and be like, you know <laughs> his okay. babysitter. Well, I guess you could say that since his father was um on on um, on one of the moons that was orbiting um Cybertron, which of course yeah. as you know from watching the movie, uh the, the Decepticons conquered, which I'd like to know, you know they need to kind of make a prequel now. Mm -hmm. I don't know if the season two and three ever explain, I can't remember, how the heck um, the Decepticons got off of Earth without, you know, and to get to Cybertron to take over and how the Autobots are now making Earth their home and created a, you know, a city there and You know whatnot? There's a lot of um, minutia that's missing from Mm -hmm. the series to when this came out.
0: Yeah, I, I that would be interesting to know because yeah, I felt like at least me watching it, I didn't know that background of it because you know I had I haven't watched a lot of the show, but that's interesting that there's still kind of some gaps even if you have watched it.
1: Well, it's like Star Wars. Mm-hmm. You watch it back then, and it's starting with episode four.
0: Yep, yep. I was an There's older so kid now. back then.
1: I'd be, I would have been like, what happened to one, two, and three? So <laughs> well, I don't think it this.
0: was called that then. I think it was just called Star Wars. But <clears throat> as time went on, they kind of went back and added more, which, yeah, they could definitely do that here.
1: But, the the um, yeah, the, the plot was, um, you know, very interesting. Um, I love Unicron. I, mm-hmm. I used to have his up-to-date toy which I'm, I'm i'm planning on um getting back again he was like one of my favorite i like wanted to make sure to have that and when i watched the movie i was like you know oh cool you know he's floating through space he talks you know he comes up to this uh um this planet who apparently knew of him mm-hmm. because oh, yeah. they, they're like you know i think the guy's name was obulus he goes Obulus, look it's unicron so obviously they interacted with this guy before. Right. Um the lore was that a race of robots on some planet had created Unicron. Um and what you won't know from the movie is he actually has a twin brother. Oh. Doesn't look like him, just you know, but he has a twin brother. And the twin brother is actually Cybertron. Oh, His name is Primus. Primus. And, uh, but they never actually, he apparently when he created the the Transformers or whatever, he kind of went dormant or whatever I think the rumor was. I can't remember off the top of my head. But yeah, um, and the fact of obviously that Unicron attacking Cybertron doesn't know who he is you know, so they never really made that kind of connection, but at least in the, I guess maybe the comics might've been where I got it from that, um, uh, they, yeah, there was actually two of them and Primus, uh, turned into Cybertron.
0: Ah, oh, I see. Okay. Well, thank you for that, that history.
1: Hence probably why he had such a abrupt hatred of the, uh, matrix.
0: oh okay
1: because if that belonged to his brother then he Mm -hmm. holds the key to his demise
0: oh
1: and um one of the newer seasons of transformers uh the series um introduced what they called the um matrix of chaos okay which is unicron's version of the matrix of leadership
0: oh okay so it's um, like the, the bad version.
1: Exactly. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, cool. And uh, it's, it, it's kind of um, interesting too uh, on you know, how that, how that works. But when I was watching, I was like, you know, um, you know, I was so excited about, you know, watching it and, you know, uh, recognizing a, a lot of the, um, uh, the voices, you know, mm-hmm. they, uh, they were missing a lot of transformers, obviously, because, um, uh, Autobots had at least three groups of Transformers that could combine into a giant robot that could have, like, fought Devastator, you know, but they they missed a lot of Autobots, including the ones that were on the shuttle that arrived with Optimus. You didn't even see him, uh, see them afterwards, um, mm-hmm. which they didn't really need to because um, Optimus shot half of them before getting to Megatron anyway. Yeah, um, but um, I, I found that funny too was the fact that how many were were missing from the Autobot side, um, <laughs> and I don't know about you guys, uh, but I found the Dinobot scene in the beginning very disappointing.
0: Mm. I was surprised by how simple the Dinobots were. <laughs> like they're not they're not very like they're not as smart as the other. Uh, Transformers are.
1: That's how they were made in the, in the series. Cartoon? Okay. Yeah. Um. Uh, what's his name? They look cool though. Not Ratchet. Um. Grimlock. Uh, no, the uh, Ratchet was the was the, the medic that was shot on the on the, on the ship. Oh, okay. Um, Wheeljack. He he was Wheeljack. one of the one of the ones that got killed. uh when um R C was dragging the body into that into that room and, and Springer needed her help. Mm-hmm. that other one that was laying next to the guy that was red that was wheeljack he was the one that created the Dinobots.
0: oh okay
1: so i think when they did that they something had they were limited to what they could do so that's why they had a little bit of of a low intelligence but when they first created them they were pretty much almost indestructible in dinosaur form so when they transformed and started fighting devastator I was just really disappointed about how easily they were dispatched.
0: Yeah, I, I I could see that.
1: I expected more so more of a fight. You know what I mean? hmm
0: Yeah. Um, uh, is RC an original character from the show, or is she added for the season
1: movies? three? Season three. Okay. Yeah, she was the the first um, physically shown female transformer. There's actually um, several.
0: Oh really including oh,
1: okay. what was unofficially i guess say officially noted as um Optimus Prime's girlfriend uh um her name was uh, Alita One
0: Alita One okay
1: which they did mention in the, in the, in, the, in the, one of the first two series she he had some kind of um flashback or something and there was like a group of female autobots that um, took down some male Decepticons very easily. Just because they're female mm-hmm. doesn't mean you, you just put your gun down. Yeah. Um, you know, and, um, but she, Arcee was the first one to actually um, put the camera on, I guess you could say. Yeah.
0: I like the character design of her.
1: Yeah, the um. toy sucks, but <laughs> the first gun <cartoon laughs> was good.
0: Yeah, they probably, like, weren't expecting to sell as many of those, probably, since it's kind of more marketed to little boys but
1: yeah. nowadays
0: you probably have marketed to both. Yeah, and
1: they were the, uh, the, the movie was the, the first uh, to introduce um, uh, Autobot, um, new Autobot characters like Blur. Mm-hmm. Um, 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 uh, Springer was another oh. one. Um, they did introduce triple changers in the series before the movie. Uh, but um, that was obviously the the first one in the in the, in the actual movie that they showed. But um, the junkyons I thought were hilarious. Yeah. They they got their language from watching our television, <laughs> which was uh, I was like,
0: well, that's not necessarily
1: a good thing, but okay.
0: <laughs> sure. That's funny.
1: Would you like? What else did you like that stood out about it?
0: Um, I think I liked. You know, I the the seriousness of it like i even though it it's tough to lose a main character i liked kind of like the passing of the torch to hot rod and then doesn't he get like a new name
1: Rodimus Prime
0: Rodimus Prime okay that's right um so i thought that that was interesting and i don't know i think i'm just like a sucker for like kids cartoons that go dark like that like i remember um going back to talking about what i kind of watched growing up I showed my husband one time a My Little Pony movie, which the My Little Ponies are like these cute little ponies, but there's a really dark movie where they get like kidnapped by a centaur, and he uses this magic to turn them into these dragon-like monsters, and I was like, man, this is, <laughs> that was kind of cool for like My Little Pony you know, to go that dark, and I feel like the Rainbow Bright movie was kind of dark, too, but I can't remember a lot of that, but anyway, it seemed like Around this time, you were getting a lot of like kid shows that had a yeah. movie, and they they were like a little bit darker. They kind of like have an Empire Strikes Back kind of tint to it. I don't know,
1: but you did you watched Strawberry that. Shortcake?
0: I did. I watched Strawberry <laughs> Shortcake too. Yeah, I liked all those. Um, and to this day, like I don't know what's going on right now, but I guess like the maybe the rights for like Care Bear stuff is just really cheap. But I've been yeah. buying up a bunch of like Care Bear stuff lately. <laughs> the nostalgia I, definitely gets to me. I've
1: been trying to t- 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 I'll talk my wife into doing that, but she's concerned about. Oh, I'm just. I'll have more things to, to collect dust, uh, she's and she's not
0: wrong. But I, I'm doing it anyway.
1: <laughs> well, the one thing I did get her, and she had to take it because it was part. It was a big Christmas present, and I know it's. I hope it's okay because I know it's not about this movie. No, but that's fine. She loves *Princess Bride*, so oh. so do I. I think it's. I think it's hilariously funny. Andrea the Giant was awesome, you know, and so on. I got her four of the five characters, uh, figures, in a box for um, one Christmas time. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it was last Christmas or the year before. I forgot. Um, But um, she loved that. And I I, I have the, um, you've seen that movie, right? Yes. You know the bald guy that thinks he's smart?
0: uh yeah um oh man what's his name sean wallace or wallace sean
1: yeah and his uh was a bassini his character i can't remember but i that's the only one that i'm missing okay, right Shawn. now for this for that they have out i don't know if they oh, made nice. six, six finger man figure or not i don't know but um she has andre the giant wesley the the, the girl um even though i could get another one of the girls because they show her in the wedding dress so you can get that figure too. Um, but she has a main four um, minus the bald guy. So I'm hoping to, I was going to get that for, um, um, for our anniversary, which happened to fall on Father's Day this year. So it was kind of, you know, a mix of, of, of an amalgam of celebrating that particular day because it was Father's Day and our anniversary at the same time.
0: Oh, nice.
1: We've been married seven years. So, um, you know we just, we just I, that's what i wanted to get her and I, I just didn't get a chance to do that yet
0: oh um, nice
1: but with the figures yeah the, what i found out was um another little tidbit for transformers is the, i don't know if it's canon or not i haven't really in, investigated but so uh talk going around that rodimus was a um hot rod was uh, actually like a placeholder mm-hmm. for the matrix
0: um, oh,
1: because, um, when out, when they made that return of Optimus Prime, um, thing which you guys will have to see because it follows mm-hmm. after the, uh, the movie and the season three, when he gets the Matrix back, um, Rodimus reverts back to Hot Rod.
0: Oh, really? Yeah, he. he... Yeah, I guess because he wouldn't be the leader anymore, maybe.
1: Yeah, well, the thing is that it was always assumed that, tr- that um, the Matrix transforms you permanently when you inherit it, because um, I don't know if you did it in your research, but Optimus Prime's original name is Orion Pax.
0: Oh, okay.
1: He was like a librarian kind mm-hmm. of thing. He looked totally different than what he did now and this conflict between that the matrix transformed him into what he was or um there uh the transformer's father figure alpha trion rebuilt him after he was severely hurt into mm-hmm. the body he is now um and that would explain why hot rod changed back when he gave the, the matrix back to optimus yeah. You no, know, uh which was a, you know, an interesting um dynamic of the uh of how the matrix works cuz the you know, matrix was never mentioned in the cartoon series. Oh, really? Yeah, it was it was never I you never saw it that I know of. I I'm to actually rewatch him again, but I don't think there was it was a a concept right right away. I I'd have to double I check see. that. Okay. Um Yeah, that
0: but, is interesting.
1: But yeah, I, I, um, you know, the, there was um, I'm trying to think of it. Like the junky on I thought were really an interesting um, add-on because it mm-hmm. was always assumed that Transformers or or uh, ants or relations to them lived on other planets aside from Cybertron.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, you know, which was uh, an interesting idea. So. Um, it explains why, like, um, really, that little one that speaks in rhymes, that kid-sized transformer, uh-huh. um, he had an Autobot symbol on his chest, but it, to me, he looked too young to have ever been on Cybertron before.
0: So that yeah. tells
1: me that he was on a different planet.
0: Yeah. Oh, good point.
1: But um, uh, what what other things I have to ask you? What other things did you and your 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 husband like about you know the movie since it's your you guys first time watching it?
0: Yeah, D- Nick had definitely seen it before, so ah. it was probably only my first time watching it. But that's why he was explaining um, everything to you. Yeah, yeah, that's why he was kind of walking me through it. But um. I, I enjoyed it one thing we haven't talked about yet is um the yep. soundtrack i think is probably yes. one of the the best parts about it um you know the stan bush's song the touch is played two or three times throughout the movie and was actually written for Sylv- sylvester stallone uh his movie cobra also came out in
1: 1986 oh, yeah that's yeah. interesting
0: And um, let's see what else. Um, Oh, in the 2018 film Bumblebee, uh, they use the song again. Um,
1: Mm -hmm. I I did like.
0: Yeah, and then also we've got Dare to Be Stupid by Weird Al. Yes.
1: Um,
0: In this movie, uh, (laughs) Dare by Stan Bush, Nothing's Going to Stand in Your Way, and Hunger by Kick Axe. So, like, like lots of like '80s tastic (laughs) music. So yeah, I guess you could say
1: kind of like. I don't know if you want to say hard rock or heavy metal. Uh, mm-hmm. I guess, yeah. I, I I don't know what genre it, it would it would they would fit in. But yeah, that was certainly by far one of the, the entertaining values, especially when you're in a, sitting in a movie theater and watching it. Um uh-huh. with the um the various um music stuff. Um I will say one of the things that was really um surprising And and honestly, I'll admit, I'm kind of a little upset in a way, even still now, of how more violent the Autobot deaths were than Uh the Decepticons, because even Starscream, in my opinion, got off easy compared to the wounds that a lot of the ones on the uh, ship in the beginning of the movie got (laughs) inflicted on. Yeah. that was one of the things that was a lot of shock shocking. Everybody, you know, Starscream was always treacherous. Megatron knew it. Uh, if he could kill him in his sleep, he would. Um, and then here you have it. He finally reaches his goal of leadership of the Decepticons. And I don't know how much time passed from the moment he left him out in space and to where he got his new body. But... Gosh darn it, man. He, he like just vaporized the guy. Definitely. <laughs> it was uh, uh, shocking. And what I found out, too, is another thing for you guys to look at, and I don't know if, if your husband watched it, but watch the TV series cartoon Beast Wars. Okay. Uh, it takes place where it's the uh, descendants of the Autobots. Uh, And Decepticons Uh, they they're in two factions one's called the Predacons and one's called the Maximals which you might Learn some from that live action that live-action movie. They made that's out in the theaters now Um, Even though in my opinion they got this this, they screwed up the script still Um, But the TV series they uh, the Maximals hunt down the um, Predacons because they stole um, a disc that contained all the records and history from Megatron's um, point of view. Oh, okay. Uh, so they were going to use that to change the past to in favor of the Predacons, so to make the Decepticons the victors instead of the Autobots, and they crash land on prehistoric Earth, mm-hmm. and Later on, it gets discovered that they discover the Autobot arc that got, got crash-landed in, into the volcano.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And inside there had all the Autobots and the that were on their, on the, the Autobot ship fighting when they crash-landed in on the planet. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of um, interesting how they delved back to let you see everything that happened while the Autobots were dormant um and deactivated um on the volcano which is where they were discovered in um current time of the uh first season of the show
0: yeah that is interesting
1: um let's see I'm trying to think of let's see what else was there um um I like that I thought Daniel was 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 a cute addition um i loved it when he had that little exo suit and he was trying to figure out how to how to work it mm-hmm. you know um and uh especially when he was i don't know if you saw that, remember that part where he was trying to figure out how to um um because he was like he's like when they were attacked on the, the junkie on planet and he goes uh, uh what do i do what do i do and and blur is <laughs> like transform transform and then leaves yeah. him that's a funny one he's a kid and you're you're leaving him behind it's like what do wait
0: wait don't go yeah
1: that's and then funny. he he figured out I think, it's, I think it's mental I think it's activated mentally uh and he figured out and he actually transformed into like this little go-kart thingy and was able mm-hmm. to um um drive off I, I thought that I thought his character was um you know interesting um uh he ended up uh um getting like befriended by grimlock in the in the third season of the series
0: Ah.
1: Um, and um you know protected Mm -hmm. um by him i i kind of like the um uh the the human transformer relationship because i think you probably uh, remember from your research uh it Mm -hmm. um to add people that don't know it um took place um 20 years um after the second season not the third the no. second so the to to get like a chronological thing watch the first two seasons then the movie and then the third season uh of the series um uh, which you know has Optimus Prime back and interacting with Galvatron and um you know and whatnot
0: yeah oh, okay interesting
1: um they had um let's see what was it um i'm trying to think of it there was a big debate too online about um who of the the dying or dead decepticons that were floating in space got transformed into who um mm-hmm. you know and why there was he made duplicates of some of a, of a couple of them. Um, you know, there was an ongoing debate about um, uh, Cyclonus, who he mm. was. Um, was he that that one Insecticon? Was he um, uh, Skywarp? Um, and I think it finally was released by the people that made the movie that. Um, it was kind of both. The Cyclonus was actually Skywarp and the other one that looks like Cyclonus that transforms into a similar same kind of looking um, space plane Uh was um, the Insecticon.
0: Oh, okay. Did not know that.
1: And then, of course, you know, who became Scourge and why they made uh like four others of the same one as part of the armada and why Mm -hmm. they didn't make them different transformers like like you know uh, megatron became his own cyclonus you know became his own and Scourge. and then you have the other decepticons that were dying or dead and they got transformed into like replicas of those originals
0: yeah oh interesting
1: um and also since it does relate to the movie the ship that um unicron gave them uh mm-hmm. they finally came out with a toy for it just recently oh interesting um, and it it transforms huh uh, uh it, just like um they have now the Ark, uh because they came out with a, a, a um cgi i think generated um um it was called, um, it was on, I think it was Netflix. It was called um, Earthrise, was mm-hmm. one of them. You'll have to, uh, you guys have to check it out. Um, and in that one, while they were uh, escaping um, the Decepticons, they went through this um, forbidden t- um, time portal thing to try to uh, get back to Cybertron faster. And in doing so, they were subjected to multiple different realities. And in mm-hmm. that reality, um, the arc became sentient and uh, was able to download a diagram that allowed himself to the ship to transform into a giant, um, huge, titan-sized robot.
0: Interesting.
1: Yeah, it, it was. Um, it was pretty cool. And in that one, they they um, they uh, have Unicron as the as the um, you know the size he is in um this, the movie, um, it's uh, I don't know if it's along the same timeline as what we're talking about now, but um, <laughs> it it has a lot of the um, um, interesting, um, aspects of it.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. Did not know all that.
1: What did your um, uh, husband think of um after watching it again? Uh, oh, you, he
0: really enjoyed it. I did think. you pick
1: up on anything he didn't before the first time?
0: You know, he didn't mention that, but I think the biggest thing we wa- we both kind of walked away with was we really enjoyed. I-, I mean, how nostalgic it is to watch something like this after you know mm-hmm. you're as an adult, and then also again the soundtrack I think is what yes. stood out to us the most.
1: You kind of remember, oh, I remember that song or this and
0: that, yeah. Yeah, and so that was really fun
1: um what'd you guys think of the uh quintessence the ones with the four three or four faces on them
0: oh yeah those were they almost seemed like they were part of a different like franchise they they really looked interesting comparatively to the transformers
1: well the rumor is and i don't know if it's true some say it's primus before he became
0: uh
1: cybertron created the transformers and then there's another one big ones are going around saying that it was actually the quintessons that created the transformers that would oh, eventually Oh, so kind of bran- like
0: adding to the lore a little bit yeah
1: that, that eventually branched off into um but they um um rebelled against them against mm-hmm. the quintessons and drove them off the off cybertron oh and
0: okay. then eventually
1: they branched off into two separate factions, you know, Autobot and Decepticon. Yeah, but yeah. That's why in Trent in Return of Optimus Prime, mm-hmm. they had to track down a Quintesson to repair the body of Optimus to bring them back to life. And, wow. and who oh, else okay. would be able to do that other than the person that created them?
0: Mm, interesting okay yeah because i did wonder about that i'm like who created all the transformers or were they born or okay that yeah. makes sense
1: and um the uh, maximals and the um, um uh, predacons are like i said are the descendants of them it kind of from what i heard that the kind of like cybertron went into a um evolution stage and when when the maximals and um Prime, of, um, the other ones came out, came about, the um, Predacons,
0: mm-hmm.
1: they kind of also downsized into smaller um, uh, Transformers. Like Megatron, when he was inside the Ark and doing his whole entire speech uh, yeah. to a, uh, an Optimus Prime that was um, dormant because he was about to blow his head off, he, he was about the size of Optimus Prime's head
0: oh
1: so they were much smaller transformers smaller, than the okay. ones you remember from the, the movie
0: yeah oh okay did so that. um That's apparently
1: they, they ev- evolve like in the other life form
0: oh okay okay got it um, okay so yeah they evolve okay
1: and i don't know if you did you uh, happen to look at um, wikipedia when you did like, research on stuff, by chance?
0: Yeah, I I'm, I'm actually have the Wikipedia page up, too.
1: <laughs> if you look up the first, after the plot, the first, uh-huh. second, third paragraph, it talks about, um, about the part where Starscream goes, the surviving Decepticons, into dumping a group of dying and wounded, and then mm-hmm. it mentions all the ones that were um, hurt and mm-hmm. end up getting thrown out of the... Um, you know, out of the, pl- out of the space shuttle. Yeah. Yeah. Th- those are the ones that, um, that were in that debate about who became what.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. And then further down
1: in that paragraph, it talks about them after they were, um, transformed.
0: I see. Okay. Okay. Thank you for that.
1: Oh, that's no problem. I, I, I there's so much to,
0: yeah, there's so much lore about them. Um,
1: yeah, you, you wouldn't think so, uh, but when you go to research you and you see how much, uh, different stuff is and then what you know branches off into from that point mm-hmm. you know like the beast wars and the other transformer autobot Decepticon series they had come out with um yeah it was like it was very big on the on netflix it i uh, can't i can't remember what the name of the first one i know one was Earthrise, um and um and then there was two others and they put them out in um, segments. So after you watch the first uh, part of the trilogy, then uh, a month or so later on, Netflix released release the next one, mm-hmm. you know, and so on. until the, the, all three were finally out. Interesting. Um, oh, okay. And each one connected to the other.
0: Ah, I see.
1: Um, and that's when they kind of first introduced the Autobots and Decepticons interacting with, their descendants at the mm-hmm. same time.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, because no. the, the leader of the um, Predacons is also called Megatron. He, oh, he really? T- he took the name. I don't think it's related. I think he just took the name because he wanted to do so. And the, um, the, the maximal leader is called Optimus Primal. he does his head just kind of look like optimus even when he he puts that little face plate that's over optimus prime's face when he talks Mm -hmm. um he looks you know very much like it it's 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 just kind of a interesting the um you know the like the evolution process of uh, a mechanical life form you know that they keep some characteristics of the predecessors
0: yeah so that they kind of look similar or you can kind of infer that yeah. they're connected. Yeah, interesting.
1: And I don't know if you came across this in your, your research. There was, but it was um, people complaining, at least lately now, I've been reading, that they couldn't understand why um, Galvatron couldn't hurt Hot Rod when he opened was opening up the Matrix. Hmm. Because they're like, wait a minute, didn't he just vaporize Starscream in the beginning of the movie. <laughs> um, first of all, he was in he was in his canon mode. Mm-hmm. And in canon mode, uh, he's far more powerful than his canon when he's in robot mode. Um uh, oh, okay. he 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 in the in the third season of the show, he was seen blowing up small planets in his canon mode.
0: I see. Okay.
1: Um, so but also is the aura that was coming from the matrix was mm-hmm. protecting Hot Rod like a shield. Oh, okay. That's why it was bouncing off, off of him. The only reason why it hit and affected his hand was because it was only protecting his main body. He was holding the, the matrix above his head. So, oh, I um, see. That's why it got shot out of his hand, but it, the transformation was already over.
0: Oh, okay. Okay.
1: Yes, I, I have been looking up stuff and I'm like, I gotta try to rem- try to see if I can remember these fun facts to, to, to tell her when I when I get on. So hopefully I don't, you know, forget them when I when it's time to, uh, you know, mention because it's just like, um, you know, a lot of different um, aspects of it, like the Matrix, for example, um, it it's it's sentient as well. That's why. It didn't open up when Ultra Magnus was trying to open it up.
0: Oh, okay. You,
1: you, you notice, because he couldn't open it up. Oh, uh, he wasn't destined for it anyway. But still, it w- it wasn't the Autobots, Dockers, hour. They were those the Matrix, and I can't confirm this, but I, I feel was aware of you of Unicron, and
0: mm.
1: was that's why it wasn't allowing Ultra Magnus to open it up.
0: Oh, okay. Man, you really know a lot about this. Sorry I'm being so quiet. I just don't know as many oh, details as you do. <laughs> man, I don't
1: mean to ramble on either. I, no, I want you're you fine. I want you to be able to, you know, throw out what I'd like to hear from a person that's never watched it before, you know, what they got from it and what they um, you know, liked about it or what things they've noticed. So that's why I wanna hear from you. Like what do you what did you you what else did you pick out that you noticed that Stood out when you guys watched it.
0: I think we covered the main highlights of what I noticed. Like I said, I'm kind of a little bit newer coming into it. I don't have as much experience with it. But really enjoyed, you know, I I guess from like a more casual viewer, I I still really enjoyed
1: it. Was it better than you expected going into it?
0: Yes, especially, like I said, what really I, I wasn't expecting to be to feel like so nostalgic and like yeah. happy <laughs> watching it. But I really did enjoy it. And it was like, um, you know, we were having like a Saturday night in and yeah. I think we like ordered pizza and we were just like watching it. And it was just it felt really good to do that.
1: <laughs> I'm surprised that you're, you're that 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 uh, Nick didn't say. Uh, what I said about the fact of that this this stuff in the first ten minutes didn't happen in the in the TV series.
0: Yeah. yeah. No, well, Never. he did tell me. I I, I brought up. I was like, I'm shocked that they're, you know, dying, and he was like, Yeah, you know, th- that's why this is such a big deal.
1: <laughs> so. Yeah. Well, when you go through all that time, I I can't remember. Um, I don't know. I don't know uh, what. Well, I'm guessing the series was uh 80, 84 85 maybe i i don't know how long this from the series uh before they came out with the movie
0: mm-hmm. um um well i think the series was 84 and then the movie okay. came out in 85 i believe
1: okay so so two two years for people to be like yeah i can't wait to see Optimus prime hey wait a minute what the heck's happening here kind of reaction
0: yeah exactly
1: Um, because they they were like, Well, you killed off the two people that would have been capable of possibly saving Optimus Prime. That's one because you got rid of Ratchet on the ship, who is a medic, Mm -hmm. and Wheeljack, who is an inventor. Between the two of them, if they were alive, they probably could have saved um, Optimus Prime because um, Perceptor is not a medic.
0: Oh, okay,
1: you know, so it's like you kill off. You know, it's like the Star Wars prequels where you killed off Qui Gon Jinn when he (laughs) likely and has been said outright that they said it, the people that made Star Wars stuff, that he could have saved Anakin from going dark. Mm. But they killed the one person that could have prevented that.
0: Got it. Okay. Yeah, I see. Same
1: thing with with Transformers. You know, you Mm killed the two people that could have saved your leader. Um, you know, then if were like, well, he was all shot up, you know, how the hell did Megatron take so much damage? It's because when he did that, that, um, two hand hammer shot, he put every ounce of energy he had left into that blow.
0: I see. Yeah.
1: So he he really, uh, fudged him up. I'll be, I'll keep it clean. He really fudged (laughs) him up. Since
0: With
1: it's a that, kid's movie. <laughs> yes. It was, because yeah, it was like, you know, he got him hits and stuff, but it didn't look like Optimus Prime damaged him as badly as he ended up. So yeah. At the point that he was dying. Because mm-hmm. uh, that's what he was when he was floating on his face. If he didn't find yeah. Unicron, he would have been dead. Right. Um, good point. And the other tidbit, too, is um you probably gathered from watching the movie. Um Unicron planted a little thing in in Megatron to mm-hmm. be able to control him.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Did you ever notice whenever Galvatron got got out of line, Unicron uh-huh. kind of had to pull the reins in a little bit?
0: Oh yeah, that's 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 right.
1: Causing him pain. Mhm. And he was cuz he even at the end he was going to change sides and 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 um join Hot Rod and stop mm-hmm. Unicron. And that's when he inflicted that pain on him again, and it's just very uncharacteristic because Megatron was the has always been even in the um, um, the series that I was uh, that I was telling you telling you to watch um, mm-hmm. that was about the uh, the um, Beast Wars and Autobots meeting uh, is he's always been I'd rather die than ever be enslaved again.
0: Oh, okay.
1: And the fact that he... Um,
0: because of what he went through, basically.
1: Yeah, I think he was traumatized. I um, mm-hmm. uh, He kind of went a little off the rails after he was thrown out of Unicron by Hot Um Rod- Rodimus. Um, uh, if you've watched their series, he's kind of a little unhinged. He just doesn't seem as... Um, where Megatron is like this Cold, calculating strategist,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: Mega Galvatron is kind of like the um, cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs version, and um, it's just kind of funny how the the mental state of you know of each character was, you know, when he went from one body to the next. It's just. Um, yeah, you know, it's kind of interesting, um, including the fact that they changed the voices. But uh, I didn't think um, Leonard Nimoy did too bad of a job on that.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. I thought it was really good.
1: Yeah, I like I like them a lot. The one thing I did learn too, uh, from that uh, you would probably learn from the the original um, Beast Wars series I was telling you to watch was uh, um, um, Star Scream has what they call a uh immortal spark
0: mm-hmm.
1: they it, they it, it wasn't until beast wars that they introduced what is actually the life force of a transformer it's this round ball that usually sits in the midsection uh of the of the, the transformer in robot form
0: mm-hmm. and
1: they can actually remove it kind of funny it's like being able to reach into your body and pull your soul out, but, Ah. um, and, um, his was in star was indestructible. So even though his body was destroyed, his essence had still survived. Mm -hmm. And, um, funny enough is, is another, why I tell you to watch it is in one of the first season, I think it was his spark ends up somehow going through some kind of time warp. And ending up in, at prehistoric Earth uh, and taking over the body of one of the Predacons.
0: Oh, okay.
1: And bringing back uh, Starscream for a temporary um, period before he uh, was forced to vacate the body he occupied. Um, and also the fun fun fact too is the third season of Transformers um Uh, Starsky makes another appearance but instead of like a floating what they call a spark he appeared as like a ghost and he um, took over the body of several Decepticons Mm -hmm. uh, in um, an effort to um, he wanted to help he worked out a deal with Unicron because even though his head was floating out in space he got reactivated um somehow and um needed starscream to help him retrieve certain parts so he can have eyes again and um and try to get a new body and the goal was to um connect unicron's head to cybertron Mm -hmm. so he can have a new body again um and um Starship ended up doing all that up until the last minute. because there was the Autobots were fighting the Zepticons and trying to stop Unicron. And you know, Unicron's like, finish the connection, and then I'm complete. And he's like, uh, I'm a ghost. I'm paraphrasing, but he's like, I'm a ghost. <laughs> uh, how am I supposed to connect this? And then he gave him a body. And what's funny about it is there's two two points to that. One, everybody else that got transformed by this guy got whole new bodies. That's the funny. Was one funny part, Starscream for some reason got back the same body. How I don't know, but he got back the same body he had. Um, and then the funny part is, uh, after he got his body, he like, uh, no, I'm not going to do that. If you want to get connected, you do it yourself. And it took off. Mm-hmm. You know, typical Starscream, all for one yeah. and one for me. Um, and as he was, uh, he got. Um, Caught in the explosion that the Autobots had planted to shoot Unicron's head back into space so he was floating through space and then Galvatron and Cyclonus and stuff um, Saw him and shot him Uh, uh, He looked like he got hit a few times. The rumor is that he got destroyed again uh, Which is kind Um. of ironic You you got vaporized before you finally get a body back and then you lose it again moments later. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if that's been confirmed. I, I, something I probably might do like some research on sometime and maybe uh just message you on Facebook and say, Hey, this is what I found out, just to give a little nugget of knowledge for you. Um, but that's that's it's just the um the back and forth rumor that's been going on whether or not he had survived because that's the last time you had seen him so there's no way of confirming whether or not that actually happened
0: ah i see okay
1: i loved galvatron's face Mm -hmm. when he had the matrix and he thought he was going to control him and then and then of course for first time people i especially you you know for watching but even for me as a kid when i first watched it uh, what do you think of when he actually transformed?
0: Um, I thought that they looked really cool. I you know, loved hearing that classic sound.
1: <laughs> Were you surprised yeah, how big, big Unicron was when he um, transformed to a robot?
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: I mean, he was standing on the planet like it was a... Like it uh, was no
0: big deal, yeah.
1: Yeah, and I loved Galvatron's face. He, he had that shocked look, like, oh my God, I'm going to die look. <laughs> Uh, when he uh, started to um, transform, Cause no one, no mm-hmm. one had ever seen that before. Yeah. Uh, until that movie, they were all, you know, uh, I don't know what. Do you, what do you think? Like a, a, a two-story house-sized transformer, mm-hmm. and now suddenly this guy's like, you know, transforming into this um, planet-sized individual. It, it was very, um, it was very much of a uh, of a game changer for its time.
0: Yeah no i can definitely see that
1: i'm glad that you you got to see that for the first time i was very ex- excited i was telling my wife i'm like i'm like i gave, I gave her uh, uh you know a movie that she hasn't seen before it's, you know gonna be excited yeah. to hear what she says and you know what she thinks Is she's gonna hate it she's gonna say it's this <laughs> or that
0: i'm not gonna she, be a hater we talk about the movies we love on this show
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's true
0: that's yeah true. well Chris, thank you so much um, for taking the time to talk about this movie with me. I had a couple, just two questions for you as we wrap sure. up here. Yeah. Uh, number one, um, if you had to summarize, you know, take this conversation we've had and just summarize it. Um, what? Why is it that you keep coming back to this movie? Why do, you, why do you like returning to it?
1: I think because you hit the nail on the head before because it introduced nostalgia even to you. For a person that's seen it for the first time at a later age, and then for me, you know, it's just it's just the same thing. It's just a, a yeah. part of a child, my childhood, and it's one that I, I thoroughly enjoyed and had a, all, a lot of the toys back then. Uh, and I think uh, those that are out there that haven't seen it for the first time, that, that have only that hasn't watched it yet, and will see it for the first time, I think we'll end up with the same nostalgic feeling that I have that you ended up discovering um, yeah. seeing it for the first time.
0: Absolutely. Well, thank you again for that. And then um, if, well, you already kind of did the pitch. That was a good pitch for it.
1: <laughs> I, I, I try to, and I would like to definitely mention to record before, for everybody that of watched course. listen to this, watch the first two seasons of the series, then transformers the movie and then go back to the third season of the series. And oh, you'll get a nice right good continuity.
0: Ah, good point. Yeah, thank you for, for clarifying that. Um, yeah, I think this is a great movie. If you know, you have a night in, and like I said, you're feeling nostalgic, you order some pizza, you know, drink some soda, whatever you want to do, and watch this movie. I, I had a lot of fun doing and it. And I will and tell you real quick, I think about
1: I think my wife had the same reaction to you. She oh. absolutely loves I um oh shoot, was that so? The stupid one, the super song. Oh, stupid song. Oh, Dare to be stupid. Dare to be stupid. Yeah, yeah, like she, Weird she, Al. Yeah. That was a, that was one of her favorites. She loves Weird Al. So you two were just like you know the same reaction to that one. Picked out that one song out of all. That's of-
0: funny. Yeah, who doesn't love Weird Al, right? Oh, she of has good taste, of course. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Chris, for coming thank on. You. I really appreciated talking to you about this, and uh, yeah. look forward to having you back soon.
1: Yeah, I look forward to it. Thank you.